Hello all, hope you are doing well. As uh, we promised, we are back with another session with uh, our LinkedIn live stream here. And today we have Saurabh here. Saurabh, thank you for joining again us today. Hey, Sita, it's always great to catch up. Yes, we have actually a very interesting topic today for our discussion for our wide variety of audience. When we think about customer experience, we invariably look to retail to see what this industry is doing. And retailers are usually like the forefront when it comes to creating exceptional customer experience. Even in today's digital environment, retailers uh, is showing the way. And I want to ask you what you can other industries, uh, say food and beverages, travel, healthcare, and etc., learn from the several retailer. Uh, what practices can uh, these other industries adopt from retail? Yes, sure. So um, we all are seeing the retail leaders literally are shifting their focus from transactional values uh, to customer journeys. They are putting the customer at the front and at the center of their strategy. And technology is uh, actually adding this change, making it much more possible. Um, also, during pandemic, retail was, I think, one of the first industries who transformed the way uh, they operated. They came up with a lot of new innovative ways. For example, um, curbside shopping, which became a phenomenon, uh, which uh, gave their customers still a near uh, past experience, which they were used to before the pandemic struck where customers can still, even they can't go inside the shop and do the shopping, they could still drive to the parking lot of that shop and uh, have that experience of picking up those groceries uh, every weekend. Also, retailers uh, were the first few uh, of the industries who uh, shifted from brick and mortar store model uh, quickly to their online uh, channels uh, by creating uh, different mobile uh, shopping apps and creating their online versions of the shops um, and so i think um, that was this is something to learn from retail that how to shift uh, quickly uh, and how to understand the nuances of what customer is looking for uh, when it comes to the offering customer experience yes you're right and uh, right around the time of covid people had to avoid all physical contacts and now i want to say that it's crucial for business to represent uh, everything online and to ensure these contactless processes as retail did so they um, enabled the process absolutely contactless from the very beginning from ordering and payment till pickup and delivery and actually contactless payments uh, like those via mobile app really picked up at that time. And, uh, you know, many retailers are investing in uh, mobile transaction capabilities to improve customer convenience because this is uh, the trend that will definitely stay with us for a long time. And people are not simply longer interested in digging into their wallets to make some payments and opt for mobile payments instead. Even uh, with COVID receding, in-store footfalls increasing again, and people overall prefer less contact and love in-store kiosk with self-checkout options, actually. And I think this is also helping stores in ensuring faster checkout and minimizing their labor costs. Yes, um, moving on to the second learning point, uh, I think also other industries can learn how to seamlessly merge 
uh, from offline to online environment and vice versa. So in recent years, we are seeing an unprecedented level of online and offline synergy when it comes to retail shops. Uh, customers have simply stopped uh, differentiating between uh, their brick and mortar store experience and their shopping experience on mobile apps and e-commerce websites. Uh, big retailers are actually, uh, you see, uh, are integrating these brick and mortar stores with the virtual and they are also transforming the uh, store spaces by reimagining uh, how the customers uh, might like to interact uh, uh, when they are uh, in the store, in the brick and mortar store, uh, by giving them also uh, uh, some interfaces and some tech by making some technology available, uh, looking at their online behaviors. Yes, uh, actually, I went to a store recently where they had like this um, huge digital touch screen where I could. Uh, uh, actually log in to my online account using my phone number or personal ID and uh, I paid online while collecting my purchases in the store itself it was quite convenient and very interesting experience even I visited um, a store recently where um, I saw the um, the storekeepers um, the people um, were uh, roaming around with iPads uh, where they asked my uh, mobile phone number, which was, I believe, linked to my customer account um, with that uh, retailer. And I think that was also linked to my loyalty program uh, profile. And so that when they logged into using my phone number, they could see all my past purchase history. They could see uh, what are my interest areas, etc. And um, those people were literally offering me uh, a personalized recommendations and they were making me aware of um, what different offers are going on in the store based on my past purchase behaviors. Yes, actually one more point that I noticed and recognized uh, in the store recently that QR cores are being displayed almost everywhere and on product packages and uh, in other places. Uh, what do you think about that? You are absolutely right. So QR codes are really making a big comeback. Um, they are also definitely a part of going contactless and uh, this merging of digital and physical uh, spaces. Uh, many brands actually, in fact, incentivizing the customers uh, to scan those QR codes uh, on their mobile phones so that the customer then gets redirected to a conversation channel. Uh, let's say what's a business account of that particular uh, store or that particular brand where customers can have conversations in real time with um, contact center agents uh, and they can ask their queries and um, get more product information in details. Yes, yeah, so basically it's still about driving the offline traffic to online? Yes, but not just that, but it's about making uh, offline information available online and vice versa. Uh, what does that mean is when uh, customers are uh, having these offline interactions, these offline touch points. So the retailers are now making sure that they gather all that information and make it available online. Um, and also, uh, when customers are browsing something on their online stores, um, that information also they are now making sure is available uh, at uh, shop floor when the customer visits their brick and mortar store so that uh, the shop floor assistants can uh, provide a personalized recommendations and personalized offers to the customers based on that whole uh, past touch point data which happens you know in different environments. Yeah, actually, according to analytics, uh, some reports that I recently saw, such initiatives uh, typically reduce marketing costs by around 
And also I have uh, one point to mention here, whether their customer activates um, a promo code set on the messenger in the local shop. The brand can match offline and online customer in this case and enrich information about this customer. For example, understand the difference between offline and online purchases. For example, customer trying new products offline and that repeat uh, this order online. And also businesses in such cases can add notes about customer location based on uh, offline shop address. And um, what about other industries? Uh, what they can do when it comes to merging online and offline? Yeah, so I think it's not just about retail industries who are uh, uh, accelerating the shift to the digital and creating some kind of synergy between the physical and the digital spaces. Mm -hmm. But in the uh, pandemic period, we saw, for example, food industry also exploded in terms of their online sales. Um, there are quite a few other industries which, can, which I can name. For example, auto industry, uh, which traditionally was dependent heavily uh, on in-store experience and in-store sales who are also uh, we have seen moving towards online and for example car dealerships started leveraging these digital conversational channels uh, like whatsapp to provide information to their customers uh, about uh, car specifications they enable their customers to book car uh, test drives uh, also they started sending car service notifications to the customers on these new emerging channels. Uh, another industry um, is hotel industry. Again, the part of hospitality industry, which also is adopting very fast in last couple of years, uh, those new online and digital spaces. Uh, because as we all know, the hotel industry's target audience, the tourists, uh, they when they are traveling, uh, many times hotel Hotels can't get in touch with them because of restrictions of roaming uh, on their SIM cards and their phone is not available. But these tourists definitely can access internet at some point of time through free Wi-Fi hotspot at airports, etc., uh, where they can still receive the messages which are sent on WhatsApp or Viber, right? Um, and um, that basically enables the hoteliers to um, have a sure have a surety or have a safe channel uh, where they can communicate with the um, customers with the audience and make sure that the time sensitive information is delivered and uh, is well received as well there are a few other industries i can name for example the healthcare industry education industry who are also seeing this shift towards uh, digital spaces and they are also trying to merge the gap between the physical and the digital Yes, they have really taken customer experience to the whole new level. It's so true. And I also hear a lot about another concept, virtual clienteling. Uh, isn't traditionally clienteling a hallmark of retail where it was used by luxury retailers as a way to provide one-to-one -one assistance to high-value customers when they were out shopping? Specialists would assist customers in an ultra-personalized way, suggesting styles, getting them the right fit, and welcoming the customer each time they visit the store. Uh, this assisted selling would improve conversion, maximize each customer's lifetime value, and also increase the average bucket size. Yeah, so in the last few years, clienteling um, has also moved online. Um, and the interesting thing that has happened is not just luxury 
brands but other mainstream retailers uh, who have also large customer base and who sell usually uh, commodities and cheap cheaper ticket size products right um, they have also started using uh, or they have started leveraging the virtual clientele and uh, with the help of those conversational messaging channels and uh, with uh, those platforms which are powered by uh, chatbots and automated communication tools which facilitates the personalized clienteling experiences yes you have mentioned chatbots and uh, they are actually doubling up as virtual assistants right now helping customers with everything like at the nearest store book an appointment uh, with an in-store advisor or buy online and pick up in store these are innovations uh, that other industries can definitely learn from retail. Sure. Um, as I just earlier mentioned, AI chatbots also help customers, you know, to find right product uh, based on their previous customer his, uh, customer purchase history and based on their past purchase behavior and interest. And uh, by using this customer data and this automation, um, also um, retailers are trying to replicate the in-store experience in a highly personalized and effective way. Um, and also, you know, many clothing brands uh, nowadays uh, allow customers to even virtually try out different products and even recommend uh, different products based on their body type and um, their body shapes etc yeah this is great Actually, other industries can take you and uh, offer dedicated services such as recommending products based on the customer preferences sharing product catalogs informing about the products in stock confirming payment received sharing order tracking updates and so much stuff uh, can going on with it. And um, what about innovations uh, when it comes to loyalty program? How companies can make sure that the loyalty program is accessible for customers online and offline both? And uh, how make sure that uh, loyalty program is fully used? Actually, you mentioned so it's a very important point uh, that how to make loyalty program more accessible to the customers. Right, because all of us have seen loyalty program has been around for many, many years. But that uh, the problem with the loyalty program was um, in a physical environment, the availability or the access accessibility of the loyalty program was very limited. Uh, many customers even didn't know that if they uh, they have subscribed to such loyalty programs, what are their loyalty points which they have accrued? Um, what are the different redemption methods? Uh, what tier of loyalty program they are into, what are the benefits of those loyalty programs, right? So this is all information was kind of a hidden from the customers. Now what has we have seen, retailers are also leading away uh, in digitalizing these loyalty programs. So it's not just bringing this loyalty program to the online environment, but bringing it to the conversational environment. Uh, what does that mean? That means retailers are actually uh, bringing these loyalty programs and making them available on IAM channels where customers can uh, converse with uh, brand agents uh, or even uh, with automated chatbots and get the information related to their loyalty programs. Uh, that also has enabled uh, brands to expand their loyalty programs. It has enabled brands to increase the customer lifetime value, which they um, which they can take out from the customers. And uh, also, this has made customers much more happier because now brands are offering them more customized, personalized. Uh, redemption methods um, through these loyalty programs and um, now customers started have feeling really that these loyalty programs really reward and 
um, offer a personalized benefits and they are now uh, utilizing it on a more, uh, how to say, uh, in much better way. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's a win-win situation for both. Yes, actually here we also can mention that now customers are not just rewarded for some transactions. They're also rewarded if they write a product review, for example, take part in survey or participate in a campaign. Also, the reward itself is now not always about discount. It can also be an invitation to inclusive event. Sometimes they start... Um, sales for their loyal customers one day earlier, send products for free for detailed review. Retailers know how to generate products review and they have created several programs how to gain these reviews for consumers. And this is definitely one more point that other industries can learn from retail. Yes, you're absolutely right. And one more thing I wanted to mention that uh, retailers are so good in keeping records. They haven't information about everything, what uh, the customers like, what items they browsed, what items they bought last time, and so on. And this uh, easy access to the previous history uh, gave an opportunity to improve significantly customer experience. And uh, this is, for my opinion, similar to online booking. In retail, it's ordering. In other industries, it can be uh, online booking. For example, for food and beverages industry, um, you can book the table and reorder your favorite dessert. For spas and salons, you can book an appointment in advance and then choose the previous specialist the same that you liked previously. And uh, this is it. Yeah, so actually one more point. Uh which um, I think important to notice is a zero-party data, which has become, uh, I think, a latest buzzword uh, for this year. Uh, so basically, what does that mean? What is the zero-party data? So zero-party data is uh, the, all the information which customers are willingly sharing with the brand through uh, in the form of surveys, in the form of quiz, uh, questionnaires, etc., and uh, the retailers are getting and collecting this uh, treasure trove data uh, from such questionnaires and uh, using it to offer hyper personalized offerings. So I think this is also one more point uh, that industries can learn from retailers how to gather this zero party data and how to leverage it uh, in a much better way. Yeah, also one more thing we can mention here is scalability of marketing efforts that uh, can be easily noticed. Uh, in retail. Uh, they do it when they are focusing on Black Friday, Thanksgiving, uh, and etc. They do a lot of effort. They do attractive discounts. And this scalability can be like a good lesson for other industries also. Yes, you're right. Uh, so I think these are the key points uh, which other industries definitely can learn from retail and uh, they can understand how they can be uh, leveraged and uh, in terms of offering better customer experience. Yes, you're right. Uh, thank you, Saurabh, for this insightful discussion. And uh, we promise to be short. That's why this is it. And we really hope that you have enjoyed our discussion. We promise to be back soon shortly with another live session on another topic in digital communication space. So take care and bye. Thank you. Bye. bye.